Welcome to the Daily DDT Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jaden Becker. Impact Wrestling returns to Thursday night. Some Daily DDT Podcast news, and I take you through my predictions for Ring of Honor's 19th anniversary show. I'm Jaden Becker, and this is the Daily DDT Podcast. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite platforms for your morning drive, lunch break, or whenever you need your wrestling fix. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at DailyDDT.com. And if you want to hear more from me, give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Jaden Becker TV. Yesterday was NXT UK, but before we get into that, let's check out our news. Impact Wrestling returning to Thursday night. The pr- promotion revealed that they would be moving back to their traditional day and time slot Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. The change will take place the beginning on April 8th. This means that they will go head to head with NXT Takeover Stand and deliver for the first week. Uh, While not mentioned by the WWE, it has been speculated that a change is coming soon to NXT's rumored move to Tuesdays, and that is supposed to be rumored-wise, this this is the rumor portion of it, uh, it's supposed to be coming April 13th. That has not been confirmed yet, but what is confirmed is that Impact Wrestling is moving back to Thursday nights on April 8th, and as I said, going head-to-head with NXT TakeOver, and that's the NXT TakeOver on Peacock, I really wonder, I know we're talking about a regular television show going head-to-head with a pay-per-view, but usually the television show is going to beat out the pay-per-view ratings-wise, but uh, we might see a NXT win in a ratings competition there against Impact, especially on that first week, but I'm, what I'm hearing as well is that Kenny Omega is supposed to be on that show for the first week of Impact, so anything can, can happen there. Some daily DDT podcast news uh, with Impact's official move to Thursdays. The podcast you're listening to on Fridays, like the one you're hearing today, will only feature Impact Wrestling and not NXT UK. I'm a huge fan of NXT UK, but Impact Wrestling currently supersedes them. Uh, this week and next week will be my last two NXT UK shows that I cover. I will continue to watch as I the as uh, they aren't running head to head against one another as NXT UK airs uh, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern here on the East Coast of the United States and uh, Impact is going to be airing at 8 o'clock so I still watch them both but I won't be covering them both here on this podcast I just want that to be known now uh, after the news of Impact Wrestling coming out to moving to uh, Thursdays I'm not going to be able to cover both it just honestly makes no sense for me it makes sense for me to cover NXT and AEW given that they're two huge shows but NXT UK does not uh, stand toe to toe with Impact Wrestling and not at the moment at least even though I do genuinely enjoy NXT UK a lot and with NXT possibly moving to Tuesdays uh, this will make things a little odd for me as well given now that uh, there is going to be a show on Thursday nights and usually that Thursday nights is the day I like to rest a little bit if you will uh, given the fact that there aren't shows at least on a night I get to watch NXT UK and in the afternoon and get to rest throughout the day but you know I guess that's the life of a, a podcaster you sort of have to live and adapt with the changes that are coming at you and now Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday it's all going to be shows going to be on at eight o'clock and I'm going to be 
be there for you uh, with the next day coverage and all the news that you need, all the on this day in pro wrestling that you need, all my fun takes as well. Uh, I'll be there with you. So do not worry about that as things start to change in the world of professional wrestling as we're coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic or maybe not coming out, but as we are shifting back into more of a sense of normalcy, uh, we will see a shift in the world of professional wrestling. But what will be a constant is me being here for you every day for the Daily DDT Podcast. That will not change. We're going to get into a review of uh, yesterday's show for NXT UK, but first let us thank our sponsor, Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by 2 million men worldwide. Manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever, the Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my boys. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. That's FANSIDE20, all caps, at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Looking at yesterday's NXT UK, this is the first NXT UK on Peacock, and I didn't have a hard time finding it at all. I was one of my biggest fears with Peacock is that I'm going to have to scour the long list of content that they have on Peacock, well, the list that's trimmed down from the network, but I don't know how this organization skill is going to be with Peacock coming into this, so I got a little scared. But literally, I open up Peacock and I scroll over to the WWE tab that they have, and the first thing right there in front of me was NXT UK. So I was happy to see that at least what I needed was there. So I'm not going to be covering NXT UK that much longer. But now for this week and next week, it's going to be easy for me just to click over and boom, NXT UK is right there for me. Uh, Supernova session starts off the show. A little surprising that they started off the show with this, but it made sense when Noam Dar brought out uh, what he called the failure, Trend 7, Trend 7 not being able to defeat Jordan Devlin for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, uh, obviously getting caught up in a storyline, Jordan Devlin, to be able to unify the titles with Santos Escobar, meaning that he's not going to draft that title to nobody uh, unless uh, something happens uh, going into NXT TakeOver, but that title is not being dropped anytime soon, and we will see a match at NXT TakeOver for those two to unify it in a ladder match. Uh, Trent Seven uh, is disrespected throughout the show. Dark calls Seven an outsider, even though Seven is uh, one of the main people that built the NXT UK division, uh, well, the NXT UK show, uh, when it first uh, came about, I believe, uh, three, four years ago. Shaw Samuels enters, and Trent Seven says he will be in Tyler Bates' corner in two weeks' time at NXT UK Prelude. Joseph Connors versus Jack Stars is the first match of the night. Uh, these are the two men that were in the first ever mixed NXT UK tag team match. Uh, back and forth with plenty of pinfall attempts early on for both competitors. Connors takes some time to trash talk allowing Stars to get back in control. Stars puts up a good effort but a strong neck breaker ends the match in Connors' favor. This is uh, funny enough, uh, I laugh at this because the feud is kind of setting up for Connors to take on Piper Nevin at some point because it, it just that's kind of where the if it was a normal tag team, if it wasn't uh, men and women, uh, and just looking at it as it is straight on, uh, Joseph Connors and Piper Nevin is the match that we should see next given the fact of what how, how everything has panned out. 
But uh, obviously, we probably will not see that match. But it does make Joseph Connors uh, look a little bit stronger than uh, how we looked a few weeks back after uh, being attacked by Piper Nevin in the match. And uh, he ended up losing the match because of Piper Nevin hitting the Piper Driver. So, uh, making up for a loss there, Connors, and we'll move forward. Primate and new teammate T-Bone will take on Danny Jones and Josh Morrell. Uh, T-Bone looks absolutely great. He has fan- tattoos up and down his arms and uh, the nice slacks as well, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, poor Wild Boar, uh, no longer going to be a, a part of this group, at least for not right now. Uh, but even though I, I really liked uh, Primate and Wild Boar, I thought they were great together. But uh, T-Bone going to have to fill in that void as it currently stands. Uh, T-Bone and Primate dominating uh, early on with great teamwork and establishing themselves as a true tag team in this one. A strong effort isn't enough for Jones and Morell to stop Primate and T-Bone from picking up the win. Uh, this was a fun match. I especially got to show off all the stuff that Primate and Tebow can do together here on NXT UK. And I thought this was a solid showing from both of them. Aaliyah James versus Isla Dawn. A great back and forth early on. Dawn very aggressive with strong, strong strikes that we haven't really seen from Isla Dawn before. James puts up a good fight, but some nice spots uh, from Isla Dawn. And James, for, for her credit as well, she had some nice spots in this one. Uh, but a bridging suplex giving Dawn the win uh, makes up for her loss to Miko Setamora. And, uh, you know, just trying to cut things even here for a lot of people. Connors getting his win back, Dawn getting her win back. And uh, going to continue to move forward in their NXT UK career. But what I really like to see from Dawn in this one is that she was really, really heavy with her strikes. And I feel like we found a more aggressive side of Isla Dawn, especially after the loss from Miko Satomura. If that's what Satomura does, she takes talent that might have been underutilized or hasn't been recognized for quite some time and pulls them up from the depths of NXT UK, if you will, even though they do a good job balancing a lot of people out, especially on a one-hour show. Uh, if, they, if she's able to pull some people up, that will be a huge success for uh, Miko Satomura. In our main event match, Sam Grabwell versus Ila Dragunov. In a no-DQ match, a jacket off for Grabwell and thrown right into the face of Dragunov to get the match off to a quick start. Dragunov tossing chairs aside after Gradwell pulls them out. Dragunov not wanting to use many weapons uh, early on in the match. Uh, Dragunov hit with a ring bell and whipped by a cable ringside. A really hard-hitting match in this one uh, with Gradwell using weapons and Dragunov using his chops and his strong attacks. Uh, Dragunov takes control on the outside with suplexes and chops of his own. Uh, Gradwell uh, fakes an apology to trap Dragunov into an, pretty much an attitude adjustment onto the steel steps on the outside of the ring. A chop from Gradwell sends Dragunov into another world, making him go insane like how we've seen him go insane in weeks past, really calling back to that Walter-Dragunov match that they had at the end of 2020 where he goes insane when he gets chopped in any way, shape, or form. Uh, when that happens, uh, Dragunov snaps, and the match has to end in a referee stoppage as Gradwell is knocked out by Eli Dragunov. Dragunov picks up the win. A fun match. It was a little long. It was a little long, I will say that, but the pace was always steady. It always was a steady pace, and it was anything. It was a growing pace to that climactic moment of Gradwell chopping Dragunov, sending him into that mental state that really has been the detriment to Gradwell in these past few weeks as uh, he's been knocked out multiple times because of it. But I thought this was a great way to end this match 
match and to end the show for NXT UK. I'm going to give this a C plus for NXT UK. I thought this was a fun one, but nothing really that blew me away. Possibly that the main event was very, very nice and uh, a really solid match for NXT UK as well. Dragonov, though, really some next level stuff when it comes down to storytelling. And I wouldn't say it's, it kind of is show not tell. In a sense, even though they do harp back at it on commentary, which does make sense. You want to continue to promote that match because you want to be able to tell people that, hey, NXT UK can put on some really good matches like we saw with Walter and Nila Dragunov. They want to be able to continue to remind people that without shoving it down people's throats by saying, oh, we do this match, we do this, you know, without saying it every week, that he's showing what that match did to him physically in the ring and how what it's done to him emotionally as well. I think that's a really good way to show and not tell uh, what NXT UK is capable of. But I'm going to give this show a C+. We're going to head into the break and then I'm going to be talking about tonight's Ring of Honor 19th anniversary show. I have my predictions for you. Something you're not going to want to miss. I I am I've, uh, admittedly admittedly I do watch Ring of Honor, but I don't cover it here on the Daily DDT podcast. And uh, I would like to cover it possibly a little bit more often. But uh, we're getting on the road to WrestleMania, so things are changing up a little bit. But I will I do got to give Ring of Honor credit credit where credits due. So I'm going to be talking about it in the next segment. So stick tuned right here on the Daily DDT podcast. On this day in pro wrestling history, on March 26, 2001, WCW presented the 288th and last edition of Monday Nitro. Uh, this was right after WWE bought out uh, WCW and th- thus ending the Monday Night Wars. Booker T defeated uh, Scott Steiner to unify the WCW World Heavyweight and United States Championship. So Booker T being the, the big champion to come into uh, WWE in, during the Invasion Angle. And on, also on this day in pro wrestling history, WWE presented the last ever Monday Night Raw of the Monday Night Wars. Announcement on WCW's future was made about halfway through the show and the announcement was Shane McMahon, not Vince, bought WCW. We all remember that story. And that story led into the WCW and eventually ECW invasion angle that we saw in the early 2000s. An an angle that not a lot of people enjoyed, but for good reason, given that none of the big names from WCW that we all uh, wanted to see or people wanted to see then, like the Hulk Hogan's of the world, the NWO's of the world, the Stings, who never made his way over to WWE all all the way up until uh, the 2010s. So, uh, obviously not what people wanted, and also including a Stone Cold uh, heel turn, uh, siding with WCW uh, during that invasion angle. Something that people didn't want to see then and just the angle that didn't really work, the invasion angle. But I digress. Just remember on this day, it was uh, the last ever Monday Night Show. Pretty crazy to see that all the way back in 2001. Now let's get into my predictions for Ring of Honor's 19th anniversary show. Once again, as I mentioned before the break, I do watch Ring of Honor, and admittedly, uh, I would consider myself more of a casual Ring of Honor fan, even though, even though I really, really loved Final Battle uh, from last year. Uh, that pay-per-view was probably one of my favorite ever pay-per-views from 2020 as a whole, and for that to come from Ring of Honor, I thought was very surprising. And they know how to put on a really, really good show, no matter if it's your first time watching Ring of Honor, no matter if you've watched Ring of Honor for 19 years at that, uh, I've been, I'm 19 years old right now, so I, <laughs> you know, I haven't been watching Ring of Honor for that long, but uh, I've been watching it for some time, and I do genuinely, genuinely enjoy it, because the in-ring action is is what it's marketed to be, it's absolutely fantastic, but let's get into 
to the predictions. I'm not going to go too, too in-depth given the fact that I don't know as much of, of Ring of Honor as I do about the WWEs and the world and AEWs of the world. But I'm going to give you my take and give you why I think it and maybe coming from a, a Markish or a casual perspective. But why not? Let's just throw it at the wall and see what sticks. All right, first match, Mark Briscoe versus Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon has been really, really, really impressive on Ring of Honor throughout the past year and even now continuing to be a dominant force in Ring of Honor. I'm going to give Flip Gordon the victory here. And also, that's probably the same reason why I'm giving the next victory to this next person here, Dalton Castle versus Joss Woods in a pure rules match. Pure rules match. Uh, you're pretty much allowed three rope breaks a person. The match lasts about 15 minutes uh, at a timer and uh, it sort of acts like a, a boxing match if you will or it kind of even looks like the Heritage Cup match in a way in a sense it's not really round based but you could sort of tell when the how the momentum of the match is swinging given the rope breaks are so so important uh, you're only allowed three so once you use a rope break you're you can't use uh, you only have two left and once you're out of rope breaks you can be pinned or submitted in the ropes you can the opponent even can use the ropes as leverage for their to the advantage of themselves to try to get you to submit a really really nice uh, match and even if it goes to a time limit they have judges going to decide who will win the match in this one I'm going to go with Josh Woods here to win this pure rules match uh, Josh Woods is a physical specimen that really has found his way in Ring of Honor in recent months uh, I'm enjoying his work on Ring of Honor I think he's a really really fun watch Dalton Castle I think he's absolutely fantastic he knows exactly what to, what to do when it comes down to making an entrance and which I absolutely love and he's oh, oh, never afraid to put someone else over I feel I think he in the past few months as well he's been able to put a lot of people over in in a way that i wouldn't really expect from dalton castle but growing and blossoming into something like that and uh, i think he might be able to do the same here with josh woods this is a fantastic fantastic two matches to start the ring of honor 19th anniversary show speaking of a match that was supposed to be a final battle uh but because of covid or something along those lines uh it, what didn't happen and change into something else but we definitely going to see it now ec3 versus jay briscoe in this matchup i'm going to go with ec3 here meaning both uh, briscoe brothers going to lose at ring of honor uh, tough to tough to say too but hey i'm i wouldn't bet on any of these picks i'm making here I, i've been good with the wwe picks i've been good with AEW picks i've been good with uh the impact picks as well but i don't know about the ring of honor I, I give me guy give me a couple tries here to make sure i get this right you gotta get this locked down i'm going with ec3 here not only is it for familiar name that we've seen from the WWE but I feel like they're going to want to make him as big of a star as possible on Ring of Honor uh, given his name value and how far he's been around the block and the not only in the independent scene but in the professional scene and in the major scene as well uh, from Impact to WWE into now Ring of Honor. Next match and this is an unsanctioned grudge match if you will Matt Taven versus Vincent. Uh, Vincent has been a, a great character but I feel like he's too reminiscent of the Bray Wyatt's of the world. I'm not going to knock him for his, for his in-ring stuff. I think it's fantastic. And what they're doing in this build-up to this match has been great as well, especially with Bennett and uh, all, the, all they've been doing, especially in the past and a few months back with uh, the broken legs and everything like that. So I'm going to go with Matt Taven here. I think Matt Taven deserves this uh, victory, even though Vincent has been uh, up and coming, if you will. Uh, but I feel like uh, Taven can take the win, and Vincent taking the loss here isn't going to hurt Vincent too much. I, I don't think it will. 
In our next match, we're going to do an ROH Pure Championship. Uh, this is going to be obviously under pure rules. Jonathan Gresham versus Dak Draper. Dak Draper has been really, really fun, especially uh, since Final Battle. I believe he was on the pre-show for Final Battle, and a lot of people got behind him because he was... Uh, a strong force in that match and a fun, uh, fun character as well. So, but Jonathan Gresham, uh, he's uh, leading a movement that's a little bit bigger than him himself right now. So I'm gonna go with Jonathan Gresham there to win uh, for the Pure Championship. Uh, it's going to retain there. Uh, the, the, these next two matches have gotten a little wonky uh, because uh, an injury uh, coming into this match, uh, a guy had to be removed and people had to be put into this match. So I think El Dragon Lee had had been taken out because uh, of an injury. So looking at this match now, it's going to be uh, Bestia Del Ring and Kenny King, uh, the two, well, uh, Dragon Lee is technically the uh, the ROH World Tag Team Champion coming into this match, but since he can't compete, Batista uh, the ring is going to take his place uh, in this match, even though it's still for the Tag Team Championship, sort of a free bird rule there, if you will. And they're going to be taking on Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams. I'm going to go with Titus and Williams. Why not? Uh, I think they're doing a great job uh, themselves, uh, especially same in the same boat as... Uh, uh, Jonathan Gresham uh, tried to do a movement that's a little bit bigger than themselves and I think that they will be able to come out on top with the victory unless things start to get a little bit chippy as we all know and things start to get a, a little bit uh, not as pure if you will as they would like to say and uh, I think, think it goes the in that direction. To cover myself here just in case because uh, Lee not going to be in this match as he is the world television champion for Ring of Honor uh, what I, I will say now is that Kenny King, uh, who is taking his place and will be facing Tracy Williams, I think Kenny King will win this match. And this is just me covering my, my backside here, if you will, given the fact that if one doesn't go, it's either going to go uh, Batista Del Ring and Kenny King uh, winning both matches, or it's going to go Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams and Tracy Williams again winning both matches as, as well. I think they, I don't think they'll they'll split it in a way, but I'm splitting it here on my predictions so I cover myself. I don't think I'll be perfect here. That's what I'm saying. Do not bet on my predictions here on this one, but uh, I, I'm covering myself here in this way. Looking at the Ring of Honor World Championship match for Ring of Honor 19th anniversary show, it's Roosh, the champion, taking on the one and only Jay Lethal. Ooh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. If Jay Lethal wins this one here, he'll be tied with Adam Cole as uh, the the most uh, Ring of Honor champions ever at three apiece. And uh, Jay Lethal, he has a shot. He has a shot, especially especially if Red Titus and Tracy Williams and uh, if uh, Tracy Williams again, if they come out on top of victories of their own and they do the full sweep, that would be an insane, insane story to tell, especially at this Ring of Honor 19th anniversary show. And this might be the show where they do it. This might be the show where they try to bring uh, a pure sense back to Ring of Honor. And I can't really tell you where it came or where it went because I haven't been watching that long to tell you, to be honest with you. But... I'm going to give it to Roosh here. I think this is a safe bet, especially given the fact that Dragon Lee might not uh, be back uh, for, for some time. I wanted to give Roosh... It's either going to go this way or the other because we know this feud coming into uh, Ring of Honor has been uh, the Batista Del Ring uh, Kenny, uh, and uh, Kenny King and um, Dragon Lee and, and Roosh and all these guys all together. Uh, you know, we, we see these feuds boiling at this point and compared to 
uh, Jay Lethal and Titus and Williams and Gresham. You know, the, these two teams or factions are going at it. And uh, it can go a sweep in one way, a sweep in the other. I'm, I'm going to be with the safe choice here and go with Roosh. I don't think they'd give it to Jay Lethal to tie him with Adam Cole, to be honest with you. But at the same time, he's been around for so long, has done so many great things for in, inside the ring, done so many great things inside the ring that uh, Jay Lethal definitely could deserve it there as well. So it can go either way. It can go either way. So those are my predictions for Ring of Honor 19th anniversary show. Once again, to run through, i just give you the names. Flip Gordon, Josh Woods, EC3, Matt Taven, Jonathan Gresham, Titus and Williams, uh, Kenny King, and Roosh going to be the winners. Going to be the winners. That why not? Put a stamp on it. Put a stamp on it. I will be watching, but I won't be covering it. Uh, we do have to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. And a preview for our next episode, Friday Night SmackDown, I will be reviewing that, of course. And uh, we're, this is going to be the show, first show after Fastlane. So it should be a fun one. Should be a fun one, and we'll see what happens with this championship match, the Universal Championship match between Edge and Roman Reigns. But I have a good feeling, and I think a lot of people have a good feeling that since Roman Reigns technically did tap out, he did tap out at a fast lane. We could see Daniel Bryan be inserted into this match, and what a fantastic story that will be told at that point as there's three professional wrestlers that honestly shouldn't be in the WWE right now given either previous inj injury or, or uh, illness and uh, all found their way back and found great success on their return as well. So uh, it should be fun. It should be fun as we're on this road to WrestleMania that's coming very close, April 10th, April 11th. Very, very excited. Find that on Peacock. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm going to find it on Peacock. It still boggles my mind. But hey, they did a good job today thanks to the UK. So I will say I will say that. But that's all for me. Remember to get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and using the code FANSIDE20, all caps, at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite providers. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at DailyDDT.com. And if you want to hear more from me, give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at JadenBeckerTV. I'll see you tomorrow with another episode of the Daily DDT Podcast.